Welcome to the Bronx Rise Podcast, episode 102. For listeners of this podcast, you are probably used to a certain rhythm, flow, and vibe of this show. But for today, it's going to be a completely different energy. Completely different. I have not potted on this joint since August of 2022. And I got a lot of shit to say. (laughs) I got a lot of shit to say and a lot of shit to talk about. So this podcast will be unlike any other of the previous 101 you've ever heard. Enjoy. And this is the Bronx Buys Podcast. About the good news, y'all sleeping on me, huh? Had a good snooze. Yes, sir. Money never hit. Make the Feel so good to be back. Even if the money no can't pay me. Hey, you heard about the good news? Y'all sleeping on me, huh? Had a good snooze. I'm so hyping this bitch, yo. Oh my god, I got so much shit to get off. I've been out of my mind a long time. Name one genius that ain't crazy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 102 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel, and we are back like Jordan wearing the faux five. Now, look, I don't got no time for the natural pleasantries and shit. Obviously, thank you to everyone who tunes in, like we say every episode. Thank you to everyone who likes, subscribes, shares, and supports. Thank you to everyone who's active and engaging on social media. You know what's crazy? I haven't done this shit in so long, and this shit is like autopilot. I'm doing this shit like I, I haven't recorded since yesterday. Thank you to everyone who shares, likes, share, subscribes, and supports. And thank you to everyone who's out here using their voices to continuously affect change in a positive way. Man, it's been a long time, man. I miss y'all. I miss y'all so much. I miss doing this shit so much. So for this episode, like we're not doing the regular degular. You, there's 101 episodes of this shit. If you motherfuckers want to know how this shit usually sounds, go listen to one of the other ones. I got triple digits. Like I don't got no time to be doing the formula for today. I, I just don't want to do that today. That's not my vibe for today. Um, we're going to have a great show. I don't know if it's going to be great, honestly. <laughs> but 
But like, this is just going to be one of those like from the heart, like, you know what I mean? This is just going to be from the heart. Denzel talking to y'all just from the heart, off the dome, nothing written down, nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, how can we get started? Uh, well, obviously we are going to say today's intro <laughs> was an amazing, amazing, amazing song from my favorite artist of all time. I'm not arguing about it. Kanye West. It is called Feedback off of the album, The Life of Pablo. And that was just the perfect song for today. Like y'all heard about the good news. Y'all been sleeping on me, huh? Had a good snooze? Like, wake up, nigga, wake up. Man. So shout out to Kanye for that. That was just a perfect song for today. But let's get started. Let's get started. No Bronx facts, no nothing. None of the regular degular. Let's just get started. So my last episode on here was August, late August. I put it out um, and it was with my guy, Nate Sperlin. Shout out to Nate, uh, Old Milk Media. And at the time... um, I knew I had to take some time off um, because I recently re-enrolled back in college. Um, You know, small round of applause for me if you want. I recently re-enrolled back in college. You know, I started working a normal job again, sort of. And, um, you know, I knew my time would be much limited. I wouldn't have time to be recording and, and, you know, potting as much as I would like. um, Just so I could focus on school. You know, one thing I didn't want to do was, like, overload my plate. You know, I didn't want to give myself too much, too fast, you know, that's just how you lose focus and burn the fuck out, so I said, if I have to focus on school and after work, I have to sacrifice something, you know, something has to go so I can put in these new things, uh, my brain is very large, but it's not that large, um, so I just said, okay, the Bronx Bars podcast, we got to put it on pause, um, and, before I started school, you know, I was I was like, man, I was like super nervous. I was nervous about a lot of things. I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of trepidation. Um, and really, it was just because of my age, you know, not really because of anything. You know, I was nervous about being a 29 going on 30 year old, essentially a college freshman again. And I was worried about how I would quote unquote fit in, how I would make this shit work, how people would would like how people would accept me, you know, and how I would even get this shit out. Like the my my interest in potting, my interest in recording, you know, how can I really have a college experience? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. How at this age can I have an authentic college experience? And I was really in my head about it, you know. Um, My epiphany to even go back to college, I wish it was like some kind of beautiful moment like you see in a movie or television show somewhere. Like, you know, like it came to me in a dream and then I woke up and the sun was shining on my face and, you know, the, the birds were chirping so beautifully and I knew it was time for me. No, it was my shit was completely... It wasn't even like that, yo. It was like I woke up one day. I looked in the mirror. I was in my head thinking about a whole bunch of shit at once. And I looked in the mirror and the answer just was like right in front of me. And it was not even beautiful. It was just like my brain was like, fuck. Fuck. You got to go back to college, bro. (laughs) 
I wish it was something beautiful. I do, man. I wish I wish it was something beautiful. <laughs> but it was just like the real reality. I guess I appreciate it because it was just like a real ass moment with yourself. Like, yo, where you want to go, you're just going to have to do something that you've been putting off for a long time. You're going to have to fucking do it. Right? So just like man up and do it. Right? So I did it. I I went on Google. I Google colleges, you know, specializing in my major, mass communications and digital media, obviously, if you can tell. Um, and I said to myself, the, the way I'm going to choose this school is the first school to accept me, I'm going. Like, I don't want to make this a co- complicated thing. I'm already on the clock and the clock is ticking. I don't have no time to waste. None. So it, <laughs> I literally said the first school to accept me, I'm going to go. A bunch of schools emailed me, told me to send in my transcripts, told me to, you know, do all the regular process. And a little bit about that was kind of funny, too. I kind of had to retrace my steps in a way. It was like, you know, God is a funny motherfucker, bro. You know, God is like the ultimate comedian or I don't know. He just got a sick sense of humor. So in order for me to go back to college at this old ass age, I had to really go back to the beginning. I had to go back to my high school. I had to get my transcript from my high school. My, my high school that I graduated from way back in 2010, Samuel Gompers High School in the Bronx closed down. It's now a different school called like Mont Haven School or something like that. So I had to go into there. It was a completely different, you know, school out on the outside, but on the inside, it looked exactly the same. Like I felt like I was in a time machine and I felt like that same 14 year old that walked in for the first day with cornrows still in my fucking head. Like I walked through the hallway and it was it was honestly really fucking crazy. It was like a trippy ass experience. And like I walk into the thing, I request it, they give it to me, I leave. I walk by the old park we used to play basketball at, St. Mary's Park. You know, I just, it was, it literally like, it was an emotional moment for me. And I didn't even understand at the moment why it was, you know, like it was so emotional. Like I, I just like that. Remember when life was easier, you know, remember when your only thoughts in life was going to school and Maybe this girl will look at you or I can't wait to go play basketball with my friends or I just can't wait to sit at the lunch table and and roast each other. You know, like those were your only worries, cares and concerns in the world. Right. And I guess that's why it made me like that. But then I had to go back to my first college, which was Bronx Community College. And like when I was there, it was the same experience. Like I had walked through. And I remember me at that time, you know, now my hair was cut a little shorter. My my fashion was a little bit better. You know, what I mean, you know, I had, you know, I was ready to like be a college student. I was ready to do some grown up shit, even though I didn't even know what grown up shit was. And I was going through and like I got my transcript from them. 
And even looking at my grades, I remember where I was in my life at that moment. Like I seen some classes, I completely just said, fuck this class after like the first one and never went back. And like, I remember all, it was like all coming back to me at the same time. All of it was like coming back. And I was like, wow, like just even just to have that moment to be like, yo, like remember, like your life, you know, we don't think of it like this, but your time on earth is really long. Like the days are long. Like I'm going to be 30 this year. I've been alive for 30 years. Like that's a long ass time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. This is, I told you, this is never, this is going to be a podcast like you've never heard before. Um, and yeah, so I just like had to retrace my steps. And so, you know, I, um, I sent out my transcripts and I was just wait, did, played the waiting game. And then boom, college comes. First one to accept me, St. Francis College in Brooklyn. I take it. I don't even know where it is. I just know it's in Brooklyn. So, and again, like I'm retracing my steps. I'm not going to say the name of the job that inspired me to start this podcast, but literally St. Francis College is like three blocks away from it. So like Denzel, Denzel's life up to the point of potting and now Denzel's life after potting. And it's literally like a three block radius away from each other. Like to me, that is insanity. Um, but I also kind of felt like that's how I knew I was in the right place. Again, I didn't really do research on a lot of these schools except for their programs, like their majors. And again, I just went with the first school. So again, I'm just, this is like a, like a, like a leap of faith, right? Just, just like a leap of faith. Boom. I'm doing it. Um, and so on my, you know, my orientation, I do it and the school is nice and it's like a nice campus and. You know, um, it's like a real, like, it looked like a college. Bronx Community College looked like my high school to the second power. <laughs> this place actually looked like a college. And, like, things were easier, like, just compared to my old experience. If I had a question about, like, dealing with registrar, there was a person right there. If I needed to know where my advisor was, the receptionist knew exactly where to send me. If I had a question about my financial aid, the person was right there. Or you just have to wait in the office for 10 minutes and then they'll see you. Like my experience in Bronx Community College, I feel like, and again, that's probably why I didn't, wasn't incentivized to finish. It was just trash. It felt like, you know, obviously probably underfunded and that's, you know, whatever. That's really probably the reason. But like there was, it was no help. Like no one knew anything. They would send you on. If it was simple ass question, who can I talk to about my financial aid status? You got to go to this room. And then this person that says, well, I don't know why they sent you here. You got to go over there. And then you got to go over there to this person. You got to wait on the line. Then you talk to the person. They say, I don't know why they sent you over here. And then you got to go over there. And it's just like a run around and bullshit. And it's just wasting your time. And you're like, fuck college. Why am I here? Let me get a job. <laughs> Literally. Like, because everything was just so difficult. In addition to you had to take classes. So it was just like, everything was difficult. So now my experience here is just like everything seemed like it was so easy. Everything seemed like, you know, wow, every time I had a question, it was answered. I was kind of surprised how easy it was to get answers to my questions. And then the semester started. So, you know, I was nervous. I was like, damn, can I keep up with this workload? You know, can I do these assignments? Is my writing any good? You know, just so much anxiety, you know, so much. 
you know, like a lot of anxiety. Um, maybe insecurity too. Who knows? Maybe that too. Um, but like, you know, the semester started and like, I was all right. I was keeping up. You know, certain things I would, you know, blow off like a natural college student. And But even when I had to cram, I was able to. Even when I had to like, you know, do the college shit, all-nighters, I was able to. Even when I had to, you know, like uh, bullshit something and just get it done, like just so I don't get a zero for not submitting it, I was able to. And I was able to like get a decent grade. And it like I started getting more confident. Like, wow, I could fucking do this. Yo, I could do this. This shit was all in your fucking head, bro. This shit was all in your head. You were you were psyching yourself out from the beginning. Like, bro, you could do it. Look at what you've done so far. What makes you think you wouldn't be able to do it? Anyway. So now um, I I'm one full year completed back in school. And um, like a lot of shit has been going on, like a lot of shit. So one thing I also know about college and, and I'm happy, happy I'm there. It's like, yo, I like being around young people. Young people are like full of energy, full of ideas. They don't know what they don't know. And their time is now like they outside. I fuck with that. Like, I just like being around that energy. That type of energy excites me. It makes me feel like, yo, if they this confident, this young and they don't know shit. Why the fuck can't I look? Think about all the shit I know. Like, and they're out here, bro. They're just like, I just love their energy, the energy of of young people. And these young motherfuckers are so smart. Yo, these young motherfuckers out here are so fucking smart, bro. Like you talk to them. I. It's it's nuts to me, like how adult these little motherfuckers are. And obviously, you know, they're still childish in some ways. You know, they're, you know, you're young, you're young and dumb. You want to have fun at the end of the day and life is for the living. But like, you can tell, like, I was nowhere near as smart at 20, 19, 20, 21, 22 as these motherfuckers are, bro. These motherfuckers are smart. Like, really, I, I really enjoy that. Like, I'm not, I never wanted to be that old dude who was just bitter and mad at young people for being young. Like, who who tried to act like they weren't 20 before and don't understand why he didn't go to class or, you know, getting that girl's number was the most important thing or fucking spending your money on a pair of sneakers because these sneakers are so fucking fire, you don't give a fuck. I don't care if I'm broke for the next two weeks. I need these. I never wanted to be that old dude who who tried to act like they don't remember when that was them. So like, I always, I just wanted to approach it like that. I never wanted to approach it like, well, I'm older than you. I know everything. And, and, and you should listen to me because in 19, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I do it because I can't help it. But like, I always, I just want to respect them like for, for just what they're going through and what their life is about right now. And understand that when they get my age, they're going to understand more. And what they don't know right now, they don't know. And they're not going to know no matter how much you want to tell them. <laughs> when I was their age, 
people would tell me the same thing. Denzel, you got to finish college now. Denzel, save your money. Denzel, figure out what it is that makes you happy and go for it with full intent. I got time. I'm 19. I'm 21. I'm 23. I'm 25. And then it was like, oh, shit. I'm 27. I'm 28. <laughs> Just like the the difference. So, um, yeah, man, these young motherfuckers, I really like being around them, yo. Like, they are... They're, like, inspiring also, like, you know? I, I just really enjoy being around them, and I like picking up, you know, from them. Because when I was around older people in, like, the corporate world, it was just, like, they were at the end. And, and like, they had life had, like, beat the shit out of them, and they didn't want to fight anymore. So, like, I'm just going to show up here and take this ab- abuse and get my lashes every day death by a thousand cuts or by a thousand emails because my life is over and I just as long as I got a place to lay my head I'm I like obviously if that's how you feel like I'm not trying to disparage that or make you feel like you're less than for feeling that way um, because everyone's life is different but like bro I felt like that was become that was how I was becoming like slowly my life essence or my creativity, my youthfulness was like getting slowly beat out of me, like beat out of me. And I'm for that, like, and then this again, this is all over the fucking place. I'm really happy for COVID, like not in a way like to be disrespectful of what people have gone through. And I've had COVID twice. <laughs> so I'm not even trying to like be disrespectful and not be like, say I'm thankful for something that was so like devastating but like I'm thankful because it gave me a chance to sit the fuck down and think and ask myself the tough questions Denzel what do you want your life to be do you want to be somebody who sits at a desk all day and looks out a window and fantasizes about jumping out of it because your life is so fucking boring and trash and unfulfilled? Or do you want to make the sacrifice of, of everything you have so far, start the fuck over, and do what the fuck you want to do? And when you're in the house and you can't go outside and you can't do things to distract yourself, like work a meaningless job, or, you know, just, you know, be out with people socially or, you know, just have a, make sure you have a good weekend every weekend to justify the trash Monday through Friday you just had. You know, like, you can't run from it. There's nothing you have to distract you from it. So those questions are in my head and in my head every day. Like, and it's like my brain is like, answer it. Answer it. Answer the fucking question. Do you want to stay where the fuck you at? Will you make eye bread? You could have an apartment and it could be a nice apartment. You know, you can continue to buy nice sneakers and you can continue to do regular shit and have Netflix subscriptions and Wi-Fi all the time and whatever. Or do you want to sacrifice some of those things or a lot of those things to start the fuck over? But you know that this will be the more fulfilling. So what's better, the risk or the security? 
right? What's 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 better? Like, is it is it more? Like, would you rather be safe than sorry, or would you rather be sorry that you always were safe? <laughs> right? Like like that. Like, and usually you would rather be safe than sorry. You know, my grandma R.I.P. always would say that. You'd rather be safe than sorry, but she always meant it in like show up places 15 minutes early instead of five minutes late because you'd rather be safe than sorry. You know, make sure we used to have pay phones back in the day. Make sure you keep 50 cent in your pocket just in case you got to call somebody. You'd rather be safe than sorry. But in this case, I'd much rather not be safe than sorry. I'd rather be sorry. Like, if this whole shit that I've done started from episode one of this shit to now, and it ends up being just a catastrophic failure, I just am more comfortable with that. Like, what if is, like, the hardest question on earth to answer? What if? Right? Like, we, you know, you do it with sports all the time. I love sports. Right now, I'm fucking my Lakers. Not my Lakers. I'm just mean as in LeBron. Because <laughs> I'm a Knicks fan. Um, I got to make sure that's known. But, like, LeBron right now, they're playing against Denver. It's 3-0. They might get swept. They might go home in five. But, like, in my head, I'm like, damn, what if LeBron's foot wasn't injured? What if AD played a little bit better? What if... Instead of going after Westbrook, they would have went after Buddy Heald when they should have or DeMar DeRozan when they should have. You know, like, what if? Like, you played a what if game like that. But, like, I don't want to play the what if game with my life. I don't want to be, you know, 60 years old, 70 years old. And now that I can't do anything about it and I have a whole bunch of free time now because I'm an old ass man. What if, Denzel, what if you would have done that fucking podcast? What if you would have just quit that fuck? Or what if COVID never happened? You know what I mean? Like, what if, and that I feel like would kill me. Not being able to answer that question would kill me. So I had to be like, nah, like, I just got to do it, like, because I'll never be able to answer that question. And, and, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, bro. I gotta know, bro. <laughs> it's just like, that's my approach with women too. Like, listen, I just gotta know. Am I a dub or am I valid? I don't want to live in limbo with it. You know what I mean? Like, what if, what if not? Like, nah. Am I a dub or am I valid? If I'm a dub, I just go on with my life. If I'm valid, all right, I'm valid. And I just think of it like that. So it's just like approaching that girl, that pretty girl at Starbucks or whatever. Am I a dub or am I valid? (laughs) Let me just find the fuck out. If I'm a dub, fine. Let me just get my coffee then and go on about my life. But if I'm valid, I'm valid. (laughs) Literally, I just had to like, that was that fork in the road. Like, that's that fork in the road. Which way you going to choose? You going to go left or you going to go right? Which way? So I'm glad I I made this decision. 
Um, I have no regrets. You know, I have significantly less money than I used to have. You know, my shoe game is still proper. So that's just, you know, I got to get that off real quick. But like, you know, I just there's there's been a sacrifice. There's been a sacrifice that I've made a big sacrifice. But I know like I I get so much validation like almost every day. Like I know, bro, that I made the right decision. And that's good enough for right now. Like so much shit has happened in this time that I started potting. I can't even explain it. Like, like the places I've been, the people I've met, the interactions I've had, the experiences I've had. Like, it had to go this way. It had to, for me. I can't speak about, you know, anybody else, but only me. It had to go this way. It couldn't have gone any other way. It couldn't have. So I'm really grateful for that. You know, I'm glad COVID ain't take me out. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. Right. Imagine you finally figure some shit out in your life. Like, yo, I got the epiphany. I know how to make the million dollars. And then you're dead. Woo. That would have been sick, bro. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad that did not happen to me. But now where was I? Damn, I feel like I just went on like a million tangents. Shit. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, where, uh, damn. The larger point is I'm happy about where I'm at right now. I like being around young motherfuckers because y'all motherfuckers are cool and y'all motherfuckers are real smart. Like, I like that. I respect intelligence a lot. And like... There are dummies out here, of course. <laughs> Let, don't get it fucked up. Every young person is not smart. But, like, I'm around a lot of smart ones. Like, that's good. I'm happy about that. Because <laughs> there's a lot of ones that they off the deep end, like, too. So let me not act like everybody's a fucking angel because everyone ain't. <laughs> but uh, what else uh, can I talk to you guys about? So, yeah, college is cool, man. I'm doing a lot of shit, man. Um, I got a college podcast, man. Uh, I, let me shout that out real quick. It's called TKG Podcast. Um, I didn't come up with the name, but it's cool. It's a cool name. Um, it's three of us guys, uh, myself, a young dude named Christian, a young dude named Anthony. Um, we had a class together, uh, TV studio production. And then one day they approached me and they were like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, all right, let's do it. Like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and so we record in the college. Um, they come out on Spotify. Um, and it's fun. You know, it's uh, my experience in potting has just been like me. Like, you know, I do everything with it. I'm the director. I'm the producer. I'm the engineer. I'm the booker. I set up the interviews, I'm the writer, I do the questions, I do the editing, like, I just do everything, and I'm the talent, but that one is awesome, because I'm just, like, one of the guys, like, I'm just sitting there, and whatever topics we have, we talk about, and I just think about potting and the truest essence of potting, like, the conversation, right, that's what it's about, the conversation, and, like, that gives me a chance to just, just be a part of the conversation, 
you know, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I wish that I was potting, man, since high school, you know, with like my high school friends and stuff, because those podcasts would have been fucking amazing. But it gives me that feeling like I feel like I'm in school again, like high school or middle school. And we're just talking shit like we used to. So it's good. You know, again, like young people, man, like, you know, young people, they just make they make me feel young again. I know I'm not old, but like, I mean, I feel like them. I know I'm not them, but like, I feel like them. Um, so shout out to them, man. Shout out to Christian and Anthony. Shout out to the homie Antonio. We made an executive decision. I don't know when this is coming out or when you guys are going to hear this. And if Antonio will even hear this. We want Antonio to be a part full time like like engineer. So I just want to say it so it's out loud because he was good with the last one. Just having him there was good. Um, Yeah, so shout out to them, man. Shout out to them. TKG podcast. I'm going to put a, a link for it in the description of this one. If you want to hear it, we just be fucking around, man. We just be talking shit, you know, just be fucking around just like, you know, I used to do. Um, And I'm working on a new podcast. Um, It's going to be called Old Head Education because I'm an old head literally getting my education. I think that's hilarious and it's a great name. Um, And also the deeper meaning is like. You, you, you are old head. You can educate young people about shit. But also, nigga, young people can educate you about shit. You know, that's what I feel like a lot of older people get wrong. Like, yeah, okay, yes, you were alive and you remember shit. <laughs> like, yeah, my nigga, you were alive and you remember shit. But yo... These motherfuckers know shit. And they will put you on, nigga. So, yeah. That's why it's the name. And the plan is, hopefully, I have me and another person I know, one of my brothers, my new brothers, Jamal. We're two 30-year-olds. And uh, there's two 20-year-olds. I don't know if they want their names out yet, so I'm not going to say their names. And if they did, my bad. If they even listen to this. Um, I just, you know, I don't want to put young people's name out there and they don't want their names out there, you know. And two young people, though. Two young girls. Not young, like, 15. I'm not on no R. Kelly shit, but, like, 21 and 22. So the idea of the show will be we talk about the world, we talk about what's going on, but, like, it's going to be the dynamic of me and Jamal know a lot of shit. We've been around. Right? So we're going to put them on to shit and we're going to tell them like how shit used to be or like when things were running in a different way because of how people were thinking at a different time. But then they are going to be able to be like, but this in this generation, this is what's the most important and et cetera, et cetera. And that's why people are making the decisions they're making and et cetera. So like the young teach the old, but the old, the young teach the old and the old teach the young. Right. Boom. That's what it is about. Boom. That's like the synopsis so i'm excited about that um and you know i just got a lot of shit going on you know and and i'm happy about it um yeah i I got a lot of shit going on i'm and i'm potting like when them when the young dudes christian and anthony invited me i hadn't done a podcast since like i had not touched a mic since the last episode of this one came out 
I hadn't touched a mic. I haven't looked at a mic. So I go back, I go into the room. They got the mics there. And I felt like I blacked out. Like I don't even remember what happened. But what I do remember is like, yo, my head was like spinning. Like, you know, like when you drink alcohol and you get that buzzed, but that first buzz hit, it felt like that. Like I was buzzed. <laughs> or like, you know, you got somebody punched me in the face real fast and I was like dazed. I don't even know how I made it home. <laughs> and my mind was racing like because I hadn't potted in so long. I got so much of a rush from that shit. I was like, yo, my nigga, I need to be potting again. Like, I can't hold this back no longer. I need to be back potting. I need to be back potting. So, yeah, man, I'm going to be fucking potting, son. My voice is going to be all over the place, whether it's on this shit. And also, I originally, I was thinking of ending the Bronx Bias podcast. I was thinking about recording a final episode. Like, just so what I didn't want was to, like, be working on all these other projects, Old Head Education, my college podcast, and even my writing and my classes and all this other shit. And then the Bronx Bias podcast is just sitting there on 101 unfinished. Right. So I was like, I bet. So what I'm going to do is I have some interviews that um, I want to put out and you got the future episodes. Uh, the next two, maybe or three will be of interviews that I had that I couldn't release. It's going to be some good shit, too. Some good conversations in there. Um, Yeah. So I was going to release those the interview episodes and then I was going to do a final episode. And just so, so just so that when I'm focused on oh, the other podcasts and my other shit, that the Bronx Bars podcast wouldn't just be sitting there on 101. At least it would be, the, the page would be turned. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I was like, all right, I, you know, it's going to end. And I was struggling with it, though. Because, you know, in my head, I'm like, but this my baby. Like, this my baby. But now I realize what I can do, I, like I hit me, the epiphany hit me, like, O-Head Education will be my, like, director and structure and, you know, like, polished, try to, as professionally done as possible podcast, you know, and the homies at the college, TKG, that's just gonna be, Denzel could be one of the guys, one of the crew, just a homie, and then for the Bronx Bars podcast will be for podcasts like this, where it's just like stream of consciousness, not a big flow rhythm, no real structure, just like me off the dome, just got some shit to talk about, um, just some shit to get off my chest, kind of like a like a audio diary in a sense, or even like when I want to have off the rails podcasts, like, it, you know, I want to have a wild ass podcast about robots or like aliens or some shit like where I don't really want to be as formal or as dotting my I's and crossing my T's I just want to talk some shit about the aliens real quick you know what I mean like just like where it's not where it's not like you come and expect to hear some real deal shit and then you hear this then that will piss you off right so if you were tuning into this one though you're like, all right, I want to hear what crazy-ass thoughts is in his head today. 
But if you listen to the other ones, it's like, all right, we really going to be talking about the world. Like, we're going to be talking about shit. Like, you know, um, I, I hope that's the, like, <laughs> I hope that's explaining it in a way that you can understand. I know you guys are like, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's just where I'm at. You know, like the ideas are in my head, yo, and I'm expired and man, I feel good, man. I'm glad I made this, this plunge. You know, I, I have no regrets. Even if it did, I feel like even if it didn't go like this, even if this shit was a, a catastrophic failure, like, I have no regrets. Like, none. Like, I don't regret anything I did. And I, that's a blessing, man. So, that's a fucking blessing. That's a blessing. Gotta pause on that real quick. Let me drink some water on that. That's a blessing. So what's next? What's next? What's next? So that's college and that's like a small recap into my brain from the last podcast to now. <laughs> I don't have any Twitter or Instagram Q&A. Um, so I'll, that's a dub because obviously I have not potted. Um, what's next? What can we talk about real quick? Oh, I bet. So this is what I'm about to do right now. So what I wanted to do, and again, school was kicking my ass at the time. I wanted to put out a blog on the Bronx Bias blog. Shout out, uh, And also, if the Bronx Bias blog could be located at BronxBiasPod.com. Definitely got to say the website, Denzel. Hello. You made it. You pay for it. <laughs> my website is called BronxBiasPod.com. And there, I have the Bronx Bias Podcast merchandise. I have uh, the Bronx Bias blog. And the contact form is there if you want to get in touch with me, you want to send in a question to the show, or if you want to be a guest on the show, or if you would like to submit to the blog. Um, you can use the contact form, or you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is Rogers Neighborhood. It's spelled R-O-D-G-E-R-S-N-E-I-G-H. B O R H O O D, and that is such a long ass name. That's a, that. <sighs> Every time I would spell it on the old episodes, I would think to myself, "Why would I make my name that long?" <laughs> but that's what it is, and it's not changing. And Twitter is Rogers Neighborhood. Spelt the same way, except neighborhood has no vowels. Um, so you can follow me there and you can DM me if you want to send a question or, or you just want to get in contact for any reason. Um, so what I was going to do for the blog was gonna I was going to do a ranking of the best albums of 2022 because, you know, I love music and I've been talking about music since episode one of this bitch. Um and yeah, I was going to like write like, you know, small little paragraphs because I was always inspired by Complex Magazine. Like I love that Complex would make things into lists. Like whether you agree or disagree with something, 
I respect motherfuckers who rank shit and will live with the shit you give them about their opinion. So, like, I used to read Complex a lot. Um, and that was, like, the only thing I would read. Like, the only thing I would be reading, let's say this was, like, 2010 to, like, I still read Complex. From, I don't read them as much, but Complex was really important to me between, like, 2010 and, like, 24, 2015. No, 20, 2010 to 2016. Complex Mag was really important to me because, like, that would be, like, the only thing I would read consistently other than, like, sometimes music articles on Rolling Stone. But, like, in terms of, like, news, I read the New York Times now because I'm older now and I understand more now. But, like, Complex where I, where I would get my news and everything. And they would always make things into lists. For example, the best Kanye songs ranked 50 to 1. The best artist... Um, the greatest hip hop artist ever per year from 1979 to whatever year, like they would make it a ranking and whether you fucking agreed or disagreed, they were bold enough to say their opinion about it, you know, like, and I always liked that shit. Like whether you agree with or agree with what I'm saying or disagree with what I'm saying, this is my list. And now you tell me your shit so I could talk shit about your shit too. You know what I mean? Like niggas always want to talk shit. But then they don't want to show you they shit. <laughs> like, you could look at my list and say it's trash. Fine. Watch yours. Because I'm sure yours is way worse than mine. Motherfucker. So, yeah. I was going to do that for a blog. And I was going to write a little paragraph about each album. And, like, why I liked it. And what was good about it. And my favorite songs on it. And since I never got around to that. And this is a fucking awesome time to do that. I am going to give you guys my best albums of 2022. Do I have like a little cool instrumental I can play? Hold on. Let me see something. Hey. <laughs> oh, I'm so extra. <laughs> Fuck that though. This is Dipset Anthem right here. This should go hard. I could listen to this all day. This is like a beat. That's why I played it. This is a beat that I could literally listen to all day. Like, if it is played all day, I could listen to this all day. What's one of your beats that you could listen to all day? Like, a beat that you just love as itself that you could just listen to all day? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the top, the best albums of 2022. Um... And we're going to first start with the albums that did not make the cut. So I don't have much to say about a lot of them. They were good. They just couldn't cross over into the top. All right, boom. So we're going to start with Traumazine, Megan Thee Stallion. I know everybody's mad at Megan Thee Stallion. Or some people are mad at Megan Thee Stallion and some people are not. But like the whole situation was fucked up. I don't really know what the fuck happened. So I can't comment. And of course, in any situation, putting a black man in jail is the objective. So, whatever. <laughs> that's nothing to do with her album, but that's all I got on that. Like, I'm not answering no questions about that. That's all I got. The next album. <laughs> the next album that did not make the cut. Gemini writes Steve Lacey. It was dope. Couldn't make the cut. Sick Earl sweatshirt. I still love Earl. I love Earl ever since 2009. 
and I still will. Don FM, listen, man, the weekend. I was talking to some people about the weekend. I miss old weekend. Like I fell in love with weekend through the trilogy series, um, House of Balloons, Thursday, and what was the other one? Montreal? No, not Montreal. House of Balloons, Thursday, and the other album, and then he compiled all of them into trilogy. And that the weekend's like his sound was dark and like fucking spooky, and his voice though was fucking angelic and shit. And he was talking about like the party culture and the drug culture, and like it was so fire. Ever since what was it fucking Starboy? I don't even remember which album it was. He wants to be like a pop star now, but I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. Like. Oh, I hate when artists I really like just go pop and then like and I understand why because nigga you trying to get this paper like wake up nigga wake up it's time to get the paper I understand but like fuck the art suffers bro I used to love the fucking weekend bro shout out to my sister Chadney she put me on to the weekend shout out to her um but yeah like what the fuck uh, do better weekend dope don't sell itself two chains i'm just gonna read the rest of these through unless there's an artist that really sticks out to me ghetto gods by earth gang you motherfuckers ain't up on earth gang and earth gang is so fucking dope get up on earth gang god don't make mistakes conway the machine drip season forever oh man gonna 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 i don't again i don't know what happened in that situation all I got to say is free thugger, and the objective is to put a black man in jail. Duh. Any way they can, they will. Um, but yeah, I don't know what happened. And I so I can't comment. I don't know what was said, what wasn't said. I don't know. Like, and what I'm not gonna do is like act like I fucking know. That's what I don't like about these blog sites and TMZ and all this shit. They act like they know every fucking thing. You motherfuckers don't know anything. Like <laughs> i'm all over the fucking place <laughs> but yeah like the problem i'm having though is gonna have some of my favorite fucking songs like um like i love p power i love hot i love dripper drown i love drip too hard i love never recover i love yao ming like they're mad gunners i love pedestrian hell of a price um money don't change you i love a lot of gunner songs but like if he's quote unquote canceled because if he did do that like nah you got to go in the garbage forever like but like those songs are so fire like I, I feel like my favorite Gunna song is P-Power. I love that song. I like I'm in love with that song. But like if I can't enjoy it anymore, like I used to really love Remix to Ignition. But like, OK, so like I haven't heard the full Remix to Ignition in like since I stopped listening to it because of what R. Kelly is and what he's done. If that's the situation with Gunna. How am I going to live without P-Power? <laughs> How? I love that song so much. 
I love hot so much. Uh, I hope that it was just a whole big misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, the next album that didn't make the cut, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Shout out to Anthony, my guy. My other friend named Anthony. Um, we argue about this all the time. I just didn't love it. That's it. There were a few songs on there that were good. I liked the song Mr. Morale. I liked Worldwide Steppers. I liked N95. Um, um, see, and I can't even remember off the top what other ones I liked. <laughs> like, it was just, like, really long and, like, drawn out and trying too hard to be... Hmm... It was, to me, and this is a gripe I have with Eminem, because I think Eminem is one of the, like, legends, but, like, his music right now is awful. It's like Eminem is trying too hard to be Eminem. Like, fam, you're Eminem. Just be Eminem. Like, we love you because of the real Slim Shady. We love you because of Stan. We love you because of, like, Toy Soldiers. All of this hyper fast, super active rapping that you're doing to try to prove to everyone you're the best rapper is pointless. <laughs> pointless. Listen to Godzilla right now. And the part where he just starts trying to rap like 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 Twister somebody. Like family. Relax. <laughs> Relax. So like to me, that's Kendrick's version. That's Kendrick's version of that. My whole gripe with Eminem. And that's probably why I just don't like the album. But like there are a few tracks on there that I do like. So Kendrick Lamar is at the level of artistry where he can't make bad music. Can I live punch this? Let me see this. Uh, uh, oh yeah, okay, well, there it goes. It's gonna loop a few times because I had to loop it. I had to loop it over itself to keep it playing for a longer time so let it just clear out there we go uh my next album on the list is e got the ep by sci high man i this would have made a higher on the list but it's only four songs but sci high the prince shout out to you bro i love extra with that fucking mf doom sample you son of a gun oh that's a great song uh, let me read the other ones for that one because it's only four songs but like i really like sahai the prince i've been listening to him for a long time and i wish he would be do more like artists that are super dope what really upsets me is like i don't know some i guess they know that they're super dope and they just don't be dope like be dope all the time if you're dope um so yeah this is called e got the ep by sahai the prince um the four songs on it are called extra help me god slide and tears um that's those four songs are fucking lit bro i love all four of them extra and help me god are my two favorite but like shout out to sahada prince um his last album was in 2017 like fuck you bro and then you just drop four good ass songs and then i probably won't hear from you for another five years man these niggas bro <laughs> um the next album on the list is Wasteland by Brent Fayaz, and I was really impressed. I was impressed. I So far, Brent Fayaz to me was just that nice dude from Crew. She see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. That one. Um, but he impressed me with that, but it's not good enough to make it 
Still good though. Love Damini by Burner Boy. I have, I see the light on Burner Boy. I really enjoy Burner Boy's music. I like that. I like his voice. I love this Afrobeats wave. And it's just easy listening music. Like you can listen to Burner Boy literally doing anything. You can listen to Burner Boy while you clean up your house, while you drive your car, while you're on the train, while you're on an airplane, while you're doing your homework, while like Burner Boy just has that great sound where it fits almost every situation. You can imagine any situation being in in life, even a sad situation, and Burner Boy could come on and it still fits. Like that's fucking incredible. So shout out to fucking Burner Boy. Um, the next album is Red and White by Lil Uzi Vert. Shout out to Uzi Vert. Damn! <laughs> um, the next album is 2000 by Joey Badass. The next album, Lucky Day, Candy Drip, Give or Take by Giveon. Giveon is interesting to me because Giveon has a really amazing voice, but I really don't like many Giveon songs. So he's like, he has a, a, the most amazing voice, but like... His songs are like snoozers, bro. If it's not Heartbreak Anniversary, I ain't checking for it. <laughs> like, what? Like, he's just, it's just boring. I've never, I have, has that ever happened before? Like, somebody with just an amazing voice, and but like, their songs just n- never hit for you? Hmm, that's interesting to think about. Um,. The next album on the list is Soul Soul Separately by Freddie Gibbs, Peace Fly God by West Side Gun, and lastly, The Elephant Man's Bones by Rock Marciano and The Alchemist. Um, my honorable mentions, I have five honorable mentions, which means these five albums were so good that they had to get a little bit of love to me. Um, first is Tana Talk 4, Benny the Butcher. Second is Ramona Park Broke My Heart by Vince Staples. Third is Honestly Nevermind by Drake. Now, give me a second. When Honestly Nevermind came out, it got clowned. It was not looked at as good. And it was like, oh, well, why is Drake doing techno music for? Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you got to change the silhouette. Drake is at the level of artistry, in my opinion, that... He could do a take care type album every single time. My favorite Drake album is If You're Reading This Is Too Late. He could do an If You're Reading This Is Too Late type album every year. He could do a More Life type album every year. But what Drake doesn't do is ever stay in the same lane. And that's why we like him. Think of an artist like Fabio Foreign. Every Fabio Foreign song sounds like every other Fabio Foreign song. Obviously, you'll have a very short attention span for him. He's going to die out in a few years. I mean, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like if he sticks to the same old thing, you you out of here, buddy. You better give Kanye Christmas presents every year for saving your career with Off the Grid and with fucking City of Gods. You better pay respect. <laughs> but like, yeah, so like, Obviously, I'm bored of Fabio. I'm so bored. I don't, I'm not going to listen to his music ever again if he, unless he tries to change. So with Drake, the fact that he's even willing to do that, 
the fact that he even can even understand that pocket or those flows or how to make music in that style and he's a career rapper is fucking incredible like what like like I understand you may not like the sound or it wasn't the Drake you're expecting to hear but like just the fact that he's able to do that like Nas is one of the greatest rappers to ever rap ever some people say he's number one and you got a legitimate argument legit he could an artist like Nas could never do that and that is the fucking beauty of Drake like like, (laughs) Drake is literally like fucking mystique from the X-Men or like rogue from the X-Men where they can like just assume all powers and abilities that's and that's fucking amazing so drake you definitely get a shout out for that um the next album for honorable mentions i never liked you by future future is one of the goats like still you know future literally is like 44 or 45 years old (laughs) like that shit blew my fucking mind (laughs) and he's still putting out music like this shout out to fucking future scorpio king drake scorpio king i'm a scorpio king i'm not biased maybe i don't know um and gangster art by cmg the label shout out to fucking cmg glorilla moneybag yo um yo Gotti, tripstar tay keith uh who the fuck else I can't remember all your names off the top of my head, but Memphis, y'all motherfuckers did y'all thing on that. Some of my favorite songs I be listening to almost every day is off that album. Brickersome is fucking hard. Um, Tomorrow, uh, I got to look at that album. I got to look at that. I got to read you some of the songs off of that shit. Gangsta Art, Steppers, 1st of January, Tomorrow. Okay, Major Pain, Brickerson, yo, Big League, son. I'm going to just do this in post. This is a reminder. Just keep looping the Dipset instrumental. Yeah, because I'm not going to keep stopping and keep looping it. So I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> and I'm not even editing that out. You guys going to hear everything. That's going to be the point of this podcast. Like, This is going to be the podcast where nothing is removed like this is everything you're gonna hear everything you're gonna see how a podcast is made like in real time and all the shit you don't hear in a podcast like that and that's kind of cool right you're welcome (laughs) but yeah cmg bro y'all killed it son y'all killed it i'm loving to see memphis artists come back with a vengeance because three six mafia really held y'all down eight ball and mjg held y'all down but it's nice that like there's a new generation of uh, artists from a certain region you know what i mean so shout out to yo Gotti, Moneybag yo the whole crew cmg y'all did y'all thing on that shit man that shit was hard um all right so now <clears throat> hold on let me clear my throat <clears> throat> Oof. I'm doing a lot of talking. 
Yo, I literally just spilled water all over the fucking place, bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I literally just did that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I guess I was having too much fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, we back to it. Um, I don't even remember where I was. Uh, shit. Uh, literally, like, I just spilled water all over there. Um, I think I was finished with the honorable mentions. Let's just say I am. <laughs> um... So, into the top 10. Damn, I want to hear Dipset Anthem right now. Hold on. So, <laughs> shit. All right, hold on. So, yeah, this is, no, no, no. This is, <laughs> literally, holy shit. Like, this is, like, the most craziest episode. But this is fucking awesome. I'm, I'm really enjoying myself. Um, top 10, we're going to go through them. I got some, like, I got comments for a lot of them, actually. We're just going to go. Number 10, I Know Nego. Like, like, this is why this album to me is fire. One, the music is amazing. Like, it's great music. But, like, I like this. This is, like, a new idea, I guess. That, like, celebrities can, like, curate playlists that we all listen to, right? Like, on Spotify, you can literally see, like, LeBron's playlist or, like, Tom Brady's game day playlist, right? Whatever. Um, your favorite, you know, um rappers playlist or whatever but like this album by nigo is like the idea of that but like it's an album <laughs> so like that's like fire like someone made a playlist album and all the songs are super dope there's like one or two that don't hit i think there's like one is like all in japanese and it's like i just don't understand japanese it's <laughs> you know no like no disrespect it's just like I can't really get with it because I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> but like, other than that, like, bruh, fire. Like, fire, fire. Uh, number nine, God did. DJ Khaled, God did. <laughs> God did. <laughs> um, he killed it. He killed it. DJ Khaled is a great producer of music like in the sense of the word producer like you know we get caught up in the his public persona and he is really annoying <laughs> he's an annoying guy but like when it comes to like putting shit together he could do it like i remember i was critical about on dj Khaled one year or, or one album because he just like threw the album together he was like i'm dj Khaled. i got the most expensive sample I'm gonna get the most A-list artist, throw them on a song. The song's gonna be dope. Leave me alone. I'm DJ Khaled. And then was mad that a, a clearly superior album, Tyler the Creator's Igor, was number one, and DJ Khaled wasn't number one. Like, family, you can't be cheating the game. We love you, Khaled, because of how you were able to get all these artists together and make hits. And Khaled has mad hits. So, like, the fact that it took a little slap in the face by a young a young gun like tyler to show you like i still gotta be on my game i think you should say thank you to that man you should send him some sneakers <laughs> send him some sneakers hashtag send tyler some sneakers <laughs> number eight scissor sos now look you just gotta shoot your shot if either you a dub or you valid me and scissor 
both share the number eight. The number eight is a very special number to me. Me and Sis are both born on November 8th. And so I kind of feel like that's destiny because how often can you say that happens, you know? So I'm shooting my shot. I need a, I need a Scorpio queen in my life. Sis, it was good. <laughs> That would be so fucking crazy if, like, somehow through, like, the magic of the internet she heard that. But whether or not, one of these days. <laughs> uh, number seven, 10 by Westside Gun. I have to make the difficult decision and choose who my favorite member of Griselda is. And it is Westside Gun. Just because, like, Conway is the slickest, the nastiest with the bars. Benny is like, he could be a superstar rapper type. Like, he has that appeal where he could, like, do songs with Drake and, like, he could do, like, songs, like, with drug bars and R&B features. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he has that appeal. But West Side is, like, the front man, the shit talker, nice as fuck with the bars. And, like... He just, he got all the charisma, like, in the world. He just has, yeah, he's just, he's just the man. But shout out to all Griselda members. Shout out to Boldy. Shout out to Rome Street. I fuck with Griselda. You already know that. I've been talking about Griselda since episode one. Number six, The Forever Story by J.I.D. Now look, the concept behind old head education is the old teaches the young, but the young teaches the old. A nigga like Eminem needs to go to Atlanta and sit with J.I.D. Because J.I.D., I'm sure, is very much inspired by Eminem. I'm sure very much inspired by Lil Wayne. He could really, Eminem, I mean, could really benefit from sitting with J.I.D. Because J.I.D. raps in that same fast, static flow, in and out the beat. Sometimes he raps faster. Sometimes he raps over the beat. Like... But he still is making good ass music at the same time. And he has a literally a song with Lil Wayne on this album. Um, damn, what's the name? I wish I knew it off the top of my head. Damn. Please hold. <clears throat> you see, I hate when I like when that happens. But see, this is the point of this podcast. Uh, just in time. J.I.D. and Kenny Mason featuring Lil Wayne. Like, like... Eminem would really benefit, I think, from sitting with J.I.D. So, you know, just whatever. Like, you could do whatever you want. You're still a go, Eminem. I'm not, like, trying to be an asshole. But I'm like, the, you're, you're mad that, like, no one's fucking with your music as much as they used to. Or they're saying that, you know, you fell off. Or they're not appreciating what you're doing with the songs. I just think your approach is wrong. That's it. You're still nice. And, like, you're white. So, like, why am I even, def like, you know, like. If black, there's a whole bunch of black people are better than you. Yeah, 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 I'm happy about that. But like, you're still great too. <laughs> um, <laughs> number five, you can't kill me by 070 Shake. Shout out to my guy Anthony Miller. Put me on the 070 Shake. Been on her for a little while, like since a little while. She makes a lot of great music. She has a lot of my favorite songs, and she only has two full length studio albums. <laughs> and shout out to her because she's dope like 
Vibrations is dope. Blue Velvet is dope. Um, damn, I hate when I don't know the songs I want to say off the top of my head. Fuck. Now I gotta find the shit. Here it is. History. Cocoon. Oh my god, Cocoon goes so hard. Vibrations. Stay. Like, yo, she got a lot of fire. She's she's dope. Shout out to her. 070 Shake. Um, number four, Heroes and Villains, Metro Boomin. Woo! My God. My God. Metro Boomin. Thank you, Gucci Mane. <laughs> Thank you, Gucci Mane, for giving Metro that million. <laughs> because, yo, this album was so fucking good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good in any other year i feel like that would be this would be number one but like that's how good like the other three i think are but on time into superhero unmatched metro spider into i can't save you unmatched umbrella unmatched feel the fire rest in peace take off bruh this album was hard shout out to metro bro shout out to metro if young metro don't trust you i'm gonna shoot you <laughs> literally figuratively literally <laughs> number three her loss drake and 21 savage fire fuego and listen i argue about this and so it has to come on her loss is better than what a time to be alive it just it it, it is in every way because what a time to be alive is Drake making a future album, which is super dope. And that's why Drake is fucking amazing. But like, what a time to be alive pales in comparison to her loss. Like literally, because there are, what a time to be alive has primarily trap beats. And again, it's the future sound, even though scholarships and diamonds dancing is a little slower paced and even 30 for 30 freestyle. Now that's off the top of my head. Um, but her loss, like from Rich Flex to major distribution on BS, there's a bunch of beat switches and a bunch of the songs like Circo Loco is hard as fuck. More M's is my favorite song on that album. Six God Lurkin'. <laughs> I like fried rice. You better cook like you are Asian. Tw and 21 is and 21 Savage is the 2022 MVP. MVP. He is the performer of the year. His work on Her Loss, his work on the Metro album, his work on some of these other albums I can't think of off the top of my head. 21 Savage is 2022 MVP. Like, literally. Like, it's 21 Savage. Shout out to 21 Savage. Literally. And that is why. Like, Drake and Future on that shit is bananas. Like, big rings still ring off to this day. Jumpman still ring off to this day. But the, like, level that you didn't even think 21 could get to to keep along with Drake. Like, it's not like Drake is kicking 21's ass. Nah. 21 is holding his own. And he's shining. Like, like. This shit is so fire. Shout out to that. Yo, shout out to her loss. Shout out to Drake and 21. Number two, though, 
it's a rap style that will always stay prevalent in my heart and will never change. It is. It's almost dry by Pusha T. This album was so hard. Like Brambleton. Like when I found out what the, the real meaning of Brambleton was, I was like, Pusha T is like, uh, literally like he's like hip hop super villain. Like in in the not in the same way MF Doom was the villain. I'm trying to, I don't want to, you know, be disrespectful, but like, like in the way like Lex Luthor is a villain. Like just an evil maniacal genius, like that type of rapper, bro. This guy Pusha T, he's like literally one of my favorite rappers ever, and I, he just got a special place in my heart because he beat Drake. And for a rapidy rap ass fan like me, the fact that he was able to slay a giant such as Drake, and I'm just just gave Drake mad flowers because Drake is literally one of the goats. The fact that Pusha T from the clips, and I used to do the grinding beat on the lunch table, slayed that dragon, bro. You got a special place in my heart forever because that would have changed hip hop forever. Like if Drake was able to defeat Pusha T, it would have changed hip hop forever. And bars would have never mattered. Wouldn't would bars kind of don't matter anyway. But like, like bars would not matter. So, oh man, Pusha T, you did a lot, bro. Shout out to you. And it's almost dry. It's fire. If you don't believe me, listen to Dreaming of the Past. <laughs> listen to Dreaming of the Past. If you don't believe me, like what? Okay. And number one, number one, Beyonce, Renaissance. We need to have a real conversation about like why men feel like they can't enjoy music made by women. Like, and it's like, really, like I'm not trying to be an asshole or a dickhead or nothing. Like women make music. Like, obviously you're not a woman, but does that mean I can't enjoy Beyonce's music? Like there's a whole bunch of dudes who are like, oh, fuck Beyonce, I'm not listening to Beyonce. Like why? Like. She's one of the most amazing artists ever. Like, that's the, you're depriving yourself, bro. Like, Rihanna's Renaissance is insanity. Whatever. That's a larger conversation that I'm not trying to have right now. Um, but yo, Beyonce, you put your foot in this girl. My lord. My mama. Like, Heated. Heated is my favorite song on the album. But All Up in Your Mind is All Up in My Mind. Like, Cozy, um, church girl, bro, like Beyonce, Virgo's groove, and Beyonce is the Virgo queen. Uh, yo, she really killed it. Like, and I don't, man or woman, like, if your music is the best, your music is the best. Like, <laughs> like, unequivocally, in my opinion, her album was the best album. <laughs> and so shout out to fucking her so yeah beyonce number one and also i'm with the shits like i i love to talk about things like i don't want to make you guys feel like i'm gonna be yelling at you or something like if you have a different idea at least have the balls to say my list is trash but send me your list like if my list is trash that i have no issue with you thinking that that's your opinion. 
But you can't just say my list is trash and not have a list. Make a list and then send it to me. And the same way you pick through my shit, let me pick through your shit. I think that's called 50-50. I think that's called 50-50. And um, literally, bro, I don't got nothing else. Um, I have to say it. I am smacked, bro. I'm smacked. I'm super smacked right now. But. I had to be like this. Like, I just had to be in a free mind state, in a free mind space, you know? Like, I could have got this shit off sober. Like, I'm nice, but <laughs> I'm nice. But, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes you just want your mind to be free so you can just speak without thinking, you know? Like, sometimes you just want to talk un filtered or um i don't know just like yeah unfiltered you know because it's a sensitive time so you know you don't want to say the wrong thing you don't want to make people feel like you don't accept them you don't love them you know but like you know when you're in a freer mind state it just flows you know like like water so yeah i had to be like this today and this is the point of this podcast so if you survived this long and if you made it this long I appreciate you. And um, this was for you, bro. Because I'm just a dude from the Bronx with a microphone. And I took a leap of faith. And I don't know where this shit is going to go. And I don't know where I'm going to go with this shit. I don't know where I'm going to end up with this shit. I don't know if this shit's going to fail or whatever. But, bro, I'm fucking happy. And I would not trade that for the world. My happiness. So, whoever's out there, bro. And you hear this? Do it, man. Just do it. Like Nike. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Like <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Do it. <laughs> All right. And now I'm going to fade you guys out with a great song from a great album. It is the number three album of 2022. And it is called. It is from the number three album of 2022. And it is called Circo Loco by Drake and 21 Savage off of the album Her Loss. This has been the Bronx Bias Podcast. My name is Denzel. The website is bronxbiaspod.com. Follow me on IG and Twitter, Rogers Neighborhood. Just follow your dreams, man. Literally, follow your dreams. Just do it, man. Like, you're going to struggle and it's going to be hard and you're going to be sad sometimes. You're going to be depressed and you're going to think, why the fuck am I even doing this shit? But you're going to have so much more better moments. And it's going to be worth it. So that's all I can tell you. And I just believe that. So I'm standing on that. And uh, yeah, bro. This is like my progress report. You know, like in school, you used to get report cards, but then you used to get progress reports. And progress report season was nervous because you could do enough to get your progress report back up to date. But if you got a bad progress report, my mom was not playing. No games, no TV, no outside, no nothing. So my progress report this time is good. And this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast. Have a great week. Have a great weekend out there. Be safe. And we are out.
been blowing through the money like you growing cheese. I've been fucking on a French bitch, say la vie. I just put them on a jet, now they all Italian. Way I'm dressing till I've been to a thousand islands. This bitch lie by getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Every night, late night, like I'm Jimmy Fallon. Crow shoot from anywhere, like you Ray Allen. Crody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Got a fur on a tampa, got me burning up. Shorty said she graduated, she ain't learning enough. Play the album track one, K, I heard enough. Girl to drop it downstairs, better hurry up. Savage got a new stick, you wanna dirty up. Touchdown to NY, tear the Mercer up. Hey, Bo take a shades with the great sense. Introduce me to a nigga, yeah, it makes sense. Gotta put her on the team, got a great bench. Linking with the ops, bitch, I did that shit for J Prince. Bitch, I did it for the Maltese. Feel like 17, two purse, frog eyes. And I never been the one to go apologize. Me, I'd rather hit him up one more time. Hey, known a girl for six months, dinner up at my place. But I got these diamonds on my neck, so it's a blind day. All my niggas on the roads, raising up the crime rate. Your name not ringing out here, it's on vibrate. And she took a skull, now shorty gotta hydrate. And he did some dirt, now my crody gotta migrate. Probably won't see him for some years when I do, though. Turn me up. Crody, turn me up. Crody turn me up, hey. Crody turn me, hey. Yeah, what? Crody turn me, what? In the drop top bins like it's 03. Had the shooters aim down from the nose, please. Gotta get this passport, keep my nose clean, bitch. Try to burn me up, keep a man up, yeah. I never slip. SF90 rims red like a poker chip. Rich as hell, still hood in the stroker's belt. Pink slip in the glove for the ownership. Limping with the 30 on like a broke hip. Red flag giving blood on some donor shit. All the odds get a bullet on some open shit. Went from Angel Town to States to a bigger state. Probably would've had a zombie on me if I would've stayed. Still have caught a case if I would've stayed. I've been thugging all my life, that's just how I played. Still posted in the A when niggas feel me. Still gotta see the gunners with Premier League. Still gotta keep a gun, it's always near me. And I'm down to hit them up one more time. Hit my line, you know the hair was gray. Oh yeah, alright, don't do romancing. One more time, you gotta run a face. Oh yeah, alright. One more time.